0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
2: Jumping off an hour or two of the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show, Herb Tyler, Christian Garrick here with you. For the next hour, Mike Nattilier coming up at eight thirty. We're done at nine. We'll hand things off to the LSU Sports Radio Network at nine a.m. Early tailgating and uh, coffee number two for me. I don't know about her. What what number are you on her?
3: I haven't pulled out the coffee yet. I'm I'm drinking my simply uh, what is it? Simply best lemon uh, not lemonade orange juice. Okay, the light version though.
2: I got you. A text yep. here on our Oakenheart Jewelers Talk and Text line says. You guys are a bunch of whiners. Let this staff recover from a national championship season. Wait a minute for a second here. That's about as soft as cotton take I've ever heard. It's water. Because there is no grace. Actually there is. Last year yeah. was their grace period. Last year, mm-hmm. five and five, pandemic, fine. But in the SEC, you don't get you don't get second chances. That's the way it works. You better win. That's the well, you game be that you're in.
3: You got to be competitive. You can't lose. You can't look like we're looking when we're losing, right? I mean, it's just the way it is. So, I mean, it's not, and it's not going to be up to us. It's not us. We're not. We're not saying, you know, hey, it's, 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 get rid of whomever. It's not going to be us. We're just speaking the facts of what we see and just reporting it as we are supposed to. Correct?
2: Yeah. I mean, for that texter, I'd love to hear back from him. What's what should the expectation be if if it is to wait and see, let the staff recover? Look, you don't get that kind of you don't get that kind of pass. You're well, in the SEC, all, the, best, the best college conference of football in the
3: country. Right, right. And this staff did not win the championship. Coach O won the championship. There's what four or five new guys on the staff that that are or the, the are two of the top dogs. You know, the, the offensive defense coordinator. Those guys weren't here. And I think what I think what what Jeff was getting at is absolutely correct. It's just the the nuts and bolts of it all, right? It's it's being in a position or having the guys being in the right position, and not because of what they, they, the talent level or the understanding of IQ level of, of football that the, the players have, but what are the coaches doing to put them in the right situations? I mean, we go back, you look at that Kentucky game, and if, if you know, it was 300 yards of rushing. Yeah. You don't get that by accident, right? You get that by opening, creating craters within the defensive line or offensive defensive line and running 10, 15 yards on the field before the running back is even touched. I mean, the quarterback had 11 rushes for 75 yards. I mean, it, it, I mean, you almost had three guys with 300-yard rushing games. I mean, with, with a 100-yard rushing game that game. So, I mean, that's that's just, for me – it just doesn't make any sense. And then when you look at the passing game side of it, or the defensive passing game side of it, I mean, some plays—they had a couple of plays out there where, this, where the defensive backs just literally—I don't know what you know what defense they were in. I don't know if they were in a man, if they were in a cover two, or what. I have no idea. I don't know if they're playing zone. I don't know what they were doing. And I, it just. And I don't know if it's that those guys don't know or is that we're not relaying the message to them correctly in order for them to be in the right situation.
2: At some point, at this point, I don't care about injuries. I don't care about, um, you know, <laughs> I, I don't care. It, it's on the coaches. I mean, look, the players are going to play, and I get it. There might be some freelancing that goes on. Well, then why is he still in the game if he's freelancing? Why is he not parked on the sidelines if he doesn't play? With, want to play within the scheme? You get what I'm driving at here, Herb? Yes, sir. Yeah, I mean it's on the coaches. They can, you know, the it, coaches can deflect blame and say this, that, or the other. I mean, look at Max Johnson's reaction against Auburn in the post game. He he, he was visibly frustrated with how slow the play call sequence
3: is. That's coaching. That's- that's definitely coaching, that's just not knowing if you've never done it before, is not understanding it. But that's, to me, that's something that's fixable. I mean, but we've had, what, uh, I don't know, six games to fix that, right? I mean, and and it, 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 we haven't even tried. You know what I'm saying? Like, we did it one game. I forget. I don't even remember the, the game. Like, was it? I don't even remember who we played. But, I mean, we were going fast. We were doing that warp speed offense or whatever, we're getting the plays in and out, and then all of a sudden we've completely abandoned it again because we're overthinking it. It's football. Mano-e-mano, mono, guys. Let's, you know, if they think we're going to run, let's pass. If they think we're going to pass, let's run. If we're going to run the ball, we need to man up and, and, and impose our will on the, on the defense and run the ball, run it through them. If we're going to pass it and they know we have to pass it, we have to be creative and the, the, the passing route and combinations and, and, and be able to get the ball out on time and get the ball to whoever it needs to get to. And we have to do that, but it's not rocket science.
2: Yeah, I agree. Herb, I feel like I've watched this movie six times already this year. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I've seen it. I, I, like, that's why I'm not all that juiced about today. I've seen it. I've seen how this is going to go.
3: And that's I that tomatoes at the screen. I I agree. And that's bad. And and you're not the only one and that's that's the problem. And that and ultimately that's what you're saying. Is this the standard? This is what we have to look forward to. And we know it's not. We know it's not LSU standard. Even Coach O knows it's not LSU standard. He said it himself. It's not it's not that's not it. So what are we gonna do? I mean, I you know, I, I don't think that I don't think that firing a coach in the middle of the season is the way to nope. go. Nope. I agree. Um but I, I definitely do think that Reevaluating the situation at the end of the season and figuring out what actually went wrong, not even at the end of the season. You have to start doing that right now, see what we're doing wrong. How can we adjust that? Is it possible to move forward with the, 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 the people that we have in place or do we need to consider making a change? And then if you do make that change, who is the guy, you know, or lady, whatever. So whoever, whoever is that person to come in and, and take over as, as the head coach, are they going to be better? You know, do we give them another two years for us to to try to turn this thing around? You know what I'm saying? So now you're talking four years of LSU football that that potentially could be down, right? Um, so so you just never know. And I mean, and, and look, LSU, everybody in the, in the and I, I think in the country should agree with this. It's got to be top three, top four job in the country as far as head coach position. Sure. I mean, the, 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 we're going to give him everything that he needs to be successful. Whether you know, whether it be monetarily, whether it be facilities, whether it be opportunities to get players or whatever it is, we're going to He's going to have that. So it's a great place to play all these different things. But you have to perform, you have to produce, and you have to win.
2: Yeah, and, and Herb, let me be clear. I'm not a big fan of calling for people's jobs. Right, you have a job. I got a job. Losing my job would devastate my kids in terms of my ability to provide for them. You know, Mm -hmm. I I don't like calling for somebody to lose their job because families are impacted by that. They really are. On the other hand, I don't feel sorry for Coach O because he's a big boy. All right. He signed up for this. The moment you sign up to coach, the sand in the hourglass starts ticking a little bit. As to when you're going to get fired, it's only a matter of time, ultimately, before you get fired. Most coaches get fired; they don't they don't typically retire. Um, and, my, and he's getting twenty million dollars on a buyout if they buy him out. So I don't feel sorry for Coach O, but at the same time, I just don't I don't like the the idea of you know um, what that would do to anybody's family, not just his family, but his assistant coaches, you know, his staff. They'd all be without a job, and and that's not. That's not something I, I wish on anybody. I just don't. I want to be clear about that. However, this is the SEC and this is LSU football. And if it doesn't live up to those standards, then changes have to be made. It's the way it goes,
1: unfortunately.
3: No, that's right. That's right. And and I agree with you 100%. Wholeheartedly, I don't wish for anybody's job to be taken away from them. Like I said, but that's not going to be my decision to do that. I'm going to support whoever's there 100% and then also support whoever makes a decision to either stay with or move on from a person. Um, it is what it is. I mean, you know, at, at, at my day job at map maintenance, you know, we t- I talk about this all the time with, with my people, you know, I, I make sure they understand that their job performance would ultimately dictate their success. That's right. right. That's but right. it starts with their attitude at, in the beginning, you have to have a positive mindset, a positive thought process in order for you to be productive and to perform And so we have to continue to relay that to not only the kids, but to the coaches. And that's why I always try to support versus bash or, you know, or try to bring them down or anything like that. Sure, I get frustrated when I'm watching the game and I see a play, you know, the the guys are sitting at the line of scrimmage or in the huddle and it's, the clock is ticking down to nine seconds and we don't have a play in. Yeah, I get, I get, I get frustrated sometimes, but I still come back and I'm like, "Come on, guys, we can do it. We can make it happen." You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm, I'm all about the optimism and to be. A, 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 I'm a great proponent for. You will what you want, right? And 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 it starts in the mind. So I hope that this team, I hope that Coach O can get it together today and come out and give us a good showing because last week was disappointing. And we just want to see something different. But like you said, the script hasn't changed, and you've seen it already six times. So I'm hoping that there's a little bit of an adjustment going on with this.
2: Yeah, producer, uh, I need you to, um, you know, rewrite the script a little bit. Throw that one out. Um, you know, get get some get some creativity with you. I'm, I'm just kind of having fun with the with the screenplay idea. <laughs> He's Herb Tyler. I'm Christian Garrick. We will step away and come back. Mike D'Antilier, NFL and college football analyst will join us here in a few moments. This is the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show here on WWL, AMFM.com, and the Odyssey app. The Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show, LSU in Florida coming up at 11 a.m. right here on the home of the Tigers, WWL. Herb and Christian hanging out with you here. Okunard Jewelers talking. Text lines are open at 504-260-1870. Herb, what's the game plan for LSU besides Prey?
3: Oh, uh, man, it's, you know, first of all, you got to figure out who these young guys are and how, how they can best help the team and figure out a way to to, to be successful at some point. Um, you know, I mean, last week the game plan was to run the ball. We did, hundred, you know, Ty Davis Price did a really good job, but we couldn't stop the run also. So the game plan today is to play sound, efficient, smart football, right? Be in the right place at the right time. Just make it difficult for Florida's offense to be successful. Um, we, we, we have to be – we have to control the ball and the clock somewhat, um, but we also have to score points um, on offense. So, in, in my opinion, I think it's just playing smart, you know, making sure that we're in the right positions um, and just make it difficult for Florida just to be successful on whichever side of the ball they're on at the time. And, that, and I think that, that's what it all boils down to right now. So that's that whole back-against-the-wall thing for me. Let's go back to the basics. Um, I'm not expecting you guys to be world beaters right now, but I do expect you to just do the small things, the little things that matter, you know, the things that, that can, you know, you know, get you off the field on third down if you're defense or, or, or convert a third down in four or whatever if you're on offense. So those are the things that I'm looking forward to and, and hoping that we could at least – do the small things. Eliminate the, the the bonehead mistakes and and continue to just be the very best that we could be.
2: Herb, you could have saved a few minutes of your time and just echoed what I said, which is pray. Because that's ba- basically what they're, what they're going to have. <laughs>
3: that is not just praying. You have to put a little bit of action yourself into it as well other than just praying for it.
2: Herb, I'm sorry. I'm super salty, man. I'm just... I just am, and I, you know, you know me. You kind of, kind of have to bring me back to, you know, center a little bit. Um, so I apologize. I just, you know, I just am really not optimistic whatsoever about this LSU football team for the final six games of the season. I, I just, I don't want to keep harping on it, but I, I think I made my point. If you ask me, what is LSU going to have to do to beat Florida? I think they're going to have to score on special teams at some point. They're gonna have, they're gonna need a special teams, and that's been the strongest part of their team this year is special teams. But I think they're gonna to have to score there, perhaps steal a possession, and play a little keep away. You are severely injured on the defensive side of the football, so the running game now it was important last week and it was important the previous five weeks, but now, Herb, I think it's even more important because of how banged up you are on defense and you don't have Keishawn Boutte. On offense, so the running game, I think, is even more important. Perhaps its most important, or the importance level, is at its at its highest that it's been all season because of your circumstances.
3: I cannot disagree with you on that. I mean, that's definitely a part of it. Um, but in order for the run game to be to, to, to work, you have to you have to first have a a, a creative mind to 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 develop uh, I guess some sort of scheme for the run game and then you have to actually create the 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 best blocking scheme in order to make it happen and if you can't do that and the guys can't produce that then we got to go back to the old faithful the Max Johnson throwing the ball deep doesn't matter who it is just run go get it just
2: run throw it (laughs) just throw it Right. That's crazy. I mean, think, Herb, think about what we're saying. here. I mean, like that's what it's come to is just drop back and throw it if you have to just throw it deep. Doesn't matter. Uh, you I make mean, make it happen. It, <laughs> yeah. I, I wish it was that easy. Just make it happen. I wish it was that easy. Herb. I, I do. And, and
3: I, man, just, I agree. And look, man, we're, look, we're having some fun with it at the same time. But we're being serious, though. I mean, literally, this yeah. is where we are. How, you know, how do we come out of this, though? I don't know. Maybe yes. maybe Mike, when Mike comes on in a few minutes, maybe he has all the answers because every time I listen to Mike, he knows all the answers and everything he says comes true.
2: NFL and college football analyst Mike Nate will join us here in a few moments. If you want to make a comment on the show, fire away on our Okunard Jewelers talk and text lines at 504-260-1870. We want to hear from you, Tiger fans. How many wins do you see LSU finishing up with? And how many do you see in the final six games of the season? If they beat UL Monroe, that would put them at four and eight, Herb, and you know that's not that's not going to sit well. There's no way no. they can justify keeping a coaching staff when you went four and eight, perhaps one and seven in conference play. There's no way. I think I think what Coach O has to do, he's got to go four and two at, at the minimum in these final six games. He's got to go four and two to perhaps have a chance to save his job because that would put you. If you go four and two, that's seven wins, and that's still not very good. But I think if you have an impressive win over an Arkansas an A and M, or or an Ole Miss team, or perhaps Florida, any combination thereof, I think you got a chance, an argument. But if you go one and five down the stretch here, it's over. It's over.
3: You know, I don't I don't think about it uh, much like that. But you're absolutely right. I, I mean, everything you just said is. You know, it's spot on. I mean, I, look. At the end of the day, it's it's, it's <laughs> we're paying Coach O nine million dollars to be the head coach, right? And he, not to be the head coach to go four and eight or whatever it is. So that's not what we're paying him to do. And 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 I don't and I say we, but LSU. Um, I I don't. I just it's it's going to be tough, man. Because I like Coach O. I really like him a lot. I like me him. too. I like who he is. I like what he does. I, I like what he stands for. Um, but. I just I wish that I wish that in 2019 he would have taken everything that he had and just put created a, an Excel spreadsheet <laughs> and just and just kind of do like Nick Saban does. Doesn't matter who the coach is. This is what you need to do right here. This is the play. This is the, the offensive scheme we're running. This is the defensive scheme we're running. We need to make sure these guys can get this and do that and blah, Blah 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 blah. And they can fit within this scheme. That's it. That's all that matters. And I think we probably would be singing a little bit different tune. Um, but, look, it's been a little a rough patch. I mean, you know, you're going from 2019 where you lose the Heisman Trophy candidate and everybody else on the offensive side won all kinds of awards, including the offensive linemen. And then you go to a, a COVID-ravaged 2020 season. And then this season where it's not COVID that ra- that's ravaging them, it's the injury bug. So, I mean, it's all kind of different things. And you got two new coordinators couple new coaches in there, some other different things like that. So it's just it's just been a rough patch for Coach o the last couple years. So I'm still pulling for Coach o.
2: Let me be clear. He's a local guy. I'm pulling for him too. I like him. And, and quite quite honestly, Herb, from a selfish interest standpoint, and I got two guys that, that do the show with me on Sports Talk, Mike and, and Bobby. and They grew up with him. So we get right. him on a lot. Right. So as a self-serving purpose, I'd love to see him. Uh, stick around, but I, I'm also realistic, and and he is too. You know, one of the things I do admire about Coach O, and I, I I believe him when he says I won't blink. He's not. He Coach O is a fighter. He's not gonna just give up. He's not gonna just lay down and say, well, you know, that's the that's the that's a foregone conclusion, and I'm out of here. He's not gonna do that. That's not who he is, and I, I applaud him for that because he's gonna keep coaching, and that's the sign I think of. Honestly, good coaches is no matter what the score is, no matter what your record is, you keep coaching, you keep doing everything as if you were undefeated. It's the same thing, and and Coach O will do that. I'm not saying he won't, um, but I just think his hands are tied a little bit.
3: His hands are tied uh, completely, but but look, some some decisions that he's made has has him in the situation that he's in. So. Sure. Um, so he can only, you know, he can only look in the mirror and 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 kind of blame himself or point the finger at himself. But look, at the end of the day, I think that I think he's always going to be a fiery guy. I think he's always going to try to bring the caliber of his players up to the level of his 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 energy. Um, and I think he's going to do the same thing with the coaches. So you just never know what's going to happen. But it's just not has been a good season for him this year. And and I hope he can kind of turn it around today. That's what I'm, that's what I'm pulling for.
2: NFL and college football analyst Mike D'Antuono joining us now. Mike, uh, as you may or may not have heard, I'm I'm way uh, pessimistic, and Herb's a little bit more optimistic about the outcome of this season for LSU and Coach Ed Ogeron. The final six games, how many wins do you see, Mike, in those final six for LSU?
1: I think no more than a couple. That's it. Um, I just think you know you look at uh, the amount of injuries. And they just haven't played well, even when they were healthier. So it's not like all of a sudden you're going to flip a switch and this is all going to change. And, you know, as a coach, you probably know it better than anyone else. But, you know, you got to keep, you know, sawing wood. And I know one thing, And you know, I've known Ed and it's almost 50 years, I guess. Um, he is one tough guy and he's going to preach that, uh, toughness and, you know, they're going to keep working, but you know, there is a reality to all this too. And I think we've all seen it and it's, it's not going to turn out to be very good when it's all over with at the end. So, yeah, I think they could win a couple games, maybe upset a team, uh, UL Monroe's on that schedule too, but, uh you yeah. know. You, this isn't a schedule that all of a sudden you're going to get better. Uh-huh. Yeah, Bottom I, line, I, you're not going to get better.
2: How could LSU upset Florida, speaking of?
1: Well, first things first, I'm, I'm a big history guy, and I do think things do sort of repeat itself, sometimes not in the same manner. Six out of the last seven years, this game has come down to final possession The only time it didn't was 2019. And for three quarters, Florida was in the ring with LSU and punching. (laughs) They were toe-to-toe. And then you got a couple turnovers and a a late score by Jamar that kind of sealed it up. But this game has had a lot of weird twists and turns to it. Uh, We heard Emory Jones this week say three different times, We went into that game. We thought we had it. It was easy. You know, our deal was we were looking at Alabama. They sat their top player, Kyle Pitts, who really was healthy. But he had been nicked a little bit the week before. They sat him because they wanted to keep him for Alabama. And they ended up in a dogfight. Bottom line is you got to jump on Florida early. And you got to hit the big play and you got to come up with turnovers. Stopping the run is priority with them. Uh, They run the football extremely well. And Emory Jones gives you a unique presence at quarterback because of his running skills. He's erratic as a passer, no question about it. And so when you put him in those passing situations, you got to make him throw up a bad football. But I think turnovers big play on offense, and just having this be LSU versus Florida. We've seen it. Herb, you've seen it. Time after time after time, these games have had some of the weirdest twists and turns to it, as you can imagine. Uh, With the Mad Hatter, four times going for it on fourth down. Jacob Hester, uh, you know, scoring the fake field goal when they were trying to top the game and they go for the fake field goal instead. It has just been one incident after another, after another against Florida. And I do think sometimes history does repeat itself and in a weird manner, not quite the same, but for LSU, they're going to need a little help by Florida today. And that's with the turnover.
2: Special teams as well, Mike. I think if if they can get a score on special teams, that goes a long way for LSU to pull off the upset.
1: Well, you hope so uh, because uh, it's been something, and I've talked to Greg McMahon. Greg's really a terrific coach on special teams. Um, He had one of the best lines when kind of days after he got fired with the Saints, and he said, I was a lot smarter coach when I had Darren Sproles returning punches and kicks. (laughs) Uh, and he was right about that. That was that time, man. It was a revolving door of uh, kickers. He did have Morstead, who was great at that time. But that was a, that was a really good line. Uh, Greg's done a fantastic job. And he's been the one to put these punters and kickers in place at LSU. Uh, if it's been Cade York, uh, Cole Tracy, uh, you got to walk on as your punter so from Alabama that he spotted and was your kickoff guy for a long time and now he's become your punter. Greg's done a really good job there. They've worked on trying to get uh, a better return game, and they thought they had something with Stingley that could, uh, in the punt return game, but, you know, with Derek, you know, with the injuries, it just hadn't worked out there. So, yeah, I, I think special teams could play a major part here you got to hit somewhere along the line and if it comes down to a kick man i know one thing i trust cage york uh because right. man watching these nf watching these nfl kickers the one guy at lsu that has made a ton of money this year for the nfl so to speak and and he's had a lot to do with because of his kicking but because of the Sorry, ass kickers they got in the NFL today. Uh-huh. And he has made himself a mint. I mean, a mint uh, with it. And, um, you know, I have a friend of mine. He doesn't say it right, but uh, that's why he sound, signed that deal with Velveeta cheese instead of Velveeta. It's Velveeta cheese. <laughs> Mike,
2: um, I think this says a lot about where this program is. The Tigers are double-digit underdogs at home in the sec that says a lot about where this program is
1: yeah and 11 o'clock in the morning that that tells you again uh that you know that indication of it uh so man um how, how far it's fallen and ed and i had this conversation probably it's either three days or four days after the national championship game and um, you know, I told coach then, you know, it's the most critical point in your, your coaching career. And you got a chance here to really build on something uh, with the name brand here. But be careful of success. Very few people can handle it. Because sometimes when you get success, and not everybody, because they, they do have people that know how to handle success very well. Uh, but most don't. And you, you put bad people around you. You don't take advice as well. Uh, You kind of get caught up in in the glare of, you know, being famous. And maybe your work ethic, your focus isn't quite the same. And, you know, and all of a sudden it affects you. It affects the program. And it's trickled down to your players. Oh, man, we got this. Look what we did last year in 2019. And it's not that way. Man, it's a hard climb up the mountain. But it's even harder to stay. And long after all of us will shed this mortal coil, they're going to have cats writing books about Nick Saban and what he's done. It's unprecedented in college football for what he's done in a college football world of scholarship limits, uh, transfer portals, going out early for the NFL draft, a commuter world of assistant coaches. Man, it wasn't like that you know, for, for Coach Bryant. It wasn't like that for Newt Rockney. It wasn't like that for Air Force season or Woody Hayes or, you know, God, Joe, even Joe Paterno up until into the 90s, it wasn't like that for him. So what he's done is unreal, and it's hard. It, it, it's really hard to get it done. And I'll never forget, it's a Pete Jenkins line, and we pass and going to the Louisiana line camp. And there's uh, St. Mary's Church out in Graceland. And they got a big cemetery uh, as you pass in front of it, old-time cemetery. Pete said, Mike, take a good look. They got the names of a lot of old coaches that think they're going to catch Nick up on on them tombstones. And listen, focus and all, it got lost. Got lost and after all of that, and – LSU is now paying the price, and eventually it's it's going to take the toll on, on Coach O. He's going to pay the ultimate price. He won't be the head coach.
2: Mike, thanks, man.
1: Thanks a lot, guys. All right, you're welcome.
2: NFL and college football analyst Mike D'Antilier. There he goes. It's the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show here on WWL. Number 14 in your program, number one in your heart, Herb Tyler. That's right. Christian Garrick here on the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show, leading you up till uh, kickoff. Or, excuse me, 9 a.m. and the kickoff at 11 a.m. for LSU and Florida. And Herb, we can make jokes all we want. We can say this and say that, but the reality of it is that this program is where it is. But it's still an opportunity to at least show a glimmer of hope.
3: There is definitely an opportunity to show a glimmer of hope today. Um, uh, my mom, Miss Nelly Charles, just texted me. She said she'd like to get the phone numbers to all of the moms on the team so she can call them and tell them to get on those boys. Had to give her a shout out real quick. Um,
2: Wait, your mom? She, your mom said that?
3: Yes. Yeah, yeah, my mom <laughs> just texted me. She's listening to us right now, so she's she like, "Yeah." She bleeds purple
2: and gold too, I assume, huh?
3: Oh man, she loves it. Her, and my dad, man, they were just some of the biggest LSU fans you ever meet, or are, shall I say, shall I say that? But, um, you know, t- and and look, and Mike was right on saying this. This this thing can go either way today, right? I mean, it it, it looks like it's a slam dunk for Florida to win, but you just never know, man. You just never know, um, you know. But with all the injuries that we have, that's for me, that's the toughest part that we're going to have to get over. In, in in regards to trying to 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 beat Florida, day end the day eleven o'clock kickoff time. I mean that's very very tough for us. I mean we don't even practice until like two thirty three o'clock, so to play a game at eleven is really hard. But all those obstacles against you it doesn't matter. You just come out swinging and hope for the best, right?
2: Yeah, Herb, do you do you think a trick play is in order here or two in order for LSU to? Oh.
3: Four or five.
2: <laughs> I mean, look, right. creativity
3: right. is in order, right? Creativity. Just even if it's even if it's not a trick play, just be creative on the play call, like pick routes, uh, different things like that. But I, I definitely do think that there's something is, is, is going to be needed. I mean, just pull out all of the stops. Why Why not? I mean, if, if I were a head coach, I literally would be doing two to three trick plays a game. I mean, there's no four reason on, not four to. down. Oh, you know, yeah, 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 I, I Look, my coaching career will be over in probably two years, but we'll probably be <laughs> 23 and 0 or whatever that number would be, right? I'm just, I'm just telling you. I, I just see it as being aggressive because, you, you look, you can be uh, a, a reserve and still get fired, right? Or you can be aggressive and be fired. Which one do you want to be? I mean, I'm going to utilize some of the anal- analytics and the data in and, and the show, but – at the end of the day, is it fourth and a half yard? I'm going for it every time.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're Coach O, you know you're against the wall. Your back's against the wall. Yep. You, you, regardless, if the trick plays work or don't, the outcome could be the same for you. So why not be aggressive? Why not?
3: Exactly. That's, that's exactly what I mean. You can be reserving and and, and not farewell well, or you can be aggressive and not farewell. well. At least I'm going to go out swinging. I'm going to go out and, and, and kind of like Dante Wilder went out the other night, right? He at least was just, he was done in probably round nine, but he was still going, right? So we'll see.
2: All right, we will step away and come back and wrap up the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show here on WWLAMFM.com and the Odyssey app. All right, that's pretty much a wrap for us on the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show. Coming up at 11 o'clock, it is LSU and Florida. A rivalry game, and the Tigers are double-digit underdogs in this contest. But it is LSU and it is Florida. And like Herb said, you just don't know What's going to happen in this rivalry? Some wild, crazy things in the past have happened, so buckle up. This should be fun, but then again, it might be miserable for LSU fans. Herb, your final thoughts?
3: Final thoughts is just go out there and, and make it happen, baby. <laughs> doesn't matter. Just go out there and fight till the end, baby. Fight till the end.
2: That's that's the expectation for LSU each and every week, regardless if, if they are 500 or undefeated. Right now they're that's at right. 500. they got six games remaining. And, uh, Herb, I'm going to try my best to remain a little opt- a little bit more optimistic, but they're trying my patience. I'm just telling Well, I'm you. headed
3: to the stadium in a few minutes, and um, I'm going to go ahead and then make sure I celebrate for you as we win them today. By 3.30, we're going to be celebrating a win against Florida.
2: Let's hope so. All right, that's yep. a wrap for us. I'm that's Christian correct. Garrick, Semper Fi- I'm out, Herb. Do you think, pal?
3: God loves you. We love you. And go Tigers, baby.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.